Welcome to Hardcore On Tour Stories from the Van, unlucky episode number 13. I am your host, Brian W. Fleming, the vocalist and drummer of Rig Time, the venue bathrooms underground curator from a thousand other bands, but none of that is important because right now I am in the van on location in Muscatine, Iowa at Pearl City Station for River City Throwdown talking to a band that's not even playing today, but <laughs> they happen to be here because they're supporting their scene. I am talking to Closet Witch. Hello, everyone. Hey. Hello. So we will start in the passenger seat and we will move around and just say your name and what you do. I'm Alex Chris and I play guitar. My name is Corey Peak. I play bass. Molly Pietesky. I do vocals. So we were just talking earlier. Closet Witch has been around for about five years now. Right? Five years yeah. yesterday, I think. Five years for playing show shows. Five years. Oh, yeah. For playing yeah, shows. Together cool. a short yeah. bit before that. Right on. What was like the point of starting the band? Do you guys just want to jam, um, or was there like a further the, story behind it? The drummer and I were actually in a punk, like a bass and drum band before mm-hmm. that, and the original vocalist of that band had a kid and kind of bowed out for a while. We had a bunch of shows already lined up. We had met Molly and Corey from playing shows here in Muscatine, and just the idea of like, hey, do you want to like do double duty to kind of just like do dual vocals so mm-hmm. it's not so hard to learn all these songs and we can just go do it and then like just one day I think we just we're like let's stop doing this and make our own band mm-hmm. for fun and part of the reason was like they used to have this basement venue and a bunch of folks would come but not know when to leave and so <laughs> we were like if we start this really obnoxious band then everybody will just leave at the end of the night. And, <laughs> and then it kind of backfired on Yeah, us. it doesn't seem to be the case. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you know you guys have a good band, by the way? <laughs> no, uh, I like fun. playing yeah. with my <laughs> no, like, uh, t- To be honest, though, like, I haven't told you guys this when I met you back in Fargo a couple months ago, but like every time your name would come up, somebody would be like, like, dude, have you seen them yet? <laughs> like, no, I haven't. It always, it always seems to be like the the thing people would say is like it's like a religious experience. And I was, like, oh yeah, sure, I'm sure it's gonna be awesome. I was super stoked, like, of course. But then I actually did see you, and it was a religious experience. <laughs> like, it was insane. I don't remember if I told you, but I got speared before you even started. What? Like, you guys, it's just feedback, and you're like. Yo, we're Closet Witch, and all of a sudden I got like straight up Goldberg speared like 15 feet across the room. And I was like, what the fuck? And I didn't, I thought it was a friend of mine, and I looked, and it's just some dude in a leather jacket. And I was like, what Probably the fuck's many. about to happen? And like, it was so, it was so fucking awesome though, and it's just side to side the whole time. Like, it's cool to, to be able to see a band that, that kind of just brings out this sense of like, like lack of fear, I guess I could say in people. It just seems like no one's afraid. Yeah. Like when Closet Witch was on, at least at the time I saw him. Like, what do you guys feel when you're on stage? Like, do you think? Are you just kind of there? I mean, I personally just black out. That's mm-hmm. like unless like a rig problem happens, but it's just like it's starts and then it's already over mm-hmm. by the time I come back. Like, barely, I barely remember like bits and pieces of it. So li- lyrically, do you write the lyrics? Uh, yeah, most of them I. Is is there like a, like a general theme to the band, or is it just kind of something that comes up with each uh, song? Or um, mostly it's just like lately a lot of it just is like whatever I'm feeling with each song. Mm-hmm. There were definitely songs that kind of were geared by like frustration with politics, especially when Trump was elected. We have a few songs that touch on just like depression, kind of the is created through like the healthcare system. 
things like that, like little like female reproductive rights and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, a lot of stuff touches on personal trauma, personal grief, loss. Um, definitely have quite a few songs that kind of touch on like losing my mom and trying to like gain back something from that mm-hmm. on my own personal time. Um, there's definitely like songs that. Like I said, it just relates to personal trauma, rape, sexual abuse type experiences. It's just like a lot of venting about really intense stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would say, like you just said, it seems like there's kind of like a lack of fear in the audience when we're playing. I do feel like a very emotional blackout too, but there's like totally a lack of fear when we're playing too. And I would mm-hmm. say I'm a pretty, I'm a social person, but I'm definitely an introvert. But when we're playing, it's just everything's yeah. out yeah. there. It's yeah. intense. No, it's, it's, it's cool to hear that too, because know when when you see or just listen to a band like like closet witch like there's just so much happening it's it's like a lot of feelings a lot of atmosphere and, and vibe coming off of you guys and in the crowd and everything and to know that there is like real stories and real yeah. thoughts behind it too just makes it even more intense i think as opposed to just like oh we just write songs about you know you know gore grind shit or something yeah. you know or whatever yeah. like I think the name Closet Witch fits pretty well because, I mean, not... Like, some songs are kind of, like, personal, like, spells almost and meditations, but um, it's, like, someone who's kind of, like, hiding because they can't really be who they are, say what they want to the people around them. And, like, some of the topics I feel like that I write about lyrically, you can't just, like, talk to all of your peers, especially when you live in a little Midwest town yeah. about, you know, because there's a lot of blue-collar Republican people who don't want to hear it, you know? So mm-hmm. that's kind of nice the name ties into a lot of that in that way mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i mean all, all my lyrics are are real stories you know even if i write something kind of metaphorical it's just because that's the way it came out you know yeah. but it's all i can tell you exactly where i was why i wrote it who it's about which i don't always say that but <laughs> you know like that kind of type of thing and um so i, I can relate to yeah. that I, I think it definitely adds to the intensity of a performance and you can see that when you play and i hope people take that from when we play too there's just a lot of emotion thrown into sets when, mm-hmm. when the lyrics relate to real stuff so what's what's the actual official hometown is there a hometown for closet witch or is um, it just iowa Iowa, because I'm, I technically, we're in Muscatine right now, but I live two hours south Mm -hmm. of here, so I just, like, but this is kind of my second home, I just, like, drive up all the time, we, like, just hang out, Mm -hmm. and Royce is halfway in between in Burlington. We live here, Corey and I, practice here. Yeah, so a lot of people think we're from the Quad Cities. Mm-hmm. We've heard like <laughs> Iowa City, Quad Cities, Des Moines, Des Moines. <laughs> and it's just like it does. It always seems like Ohio. Once that was pretty funny. Yeah. Somebody thought like yeah. when we played in Brooklyn, somebody like posted on their Instagram. It was like Closet Witch from Ohio, and it's like that's that's new, but yeah, okay. Southeast <laughs> Iowa. I think somebody yeah. said we were from Wyoming once. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> just like okay, well, you're not far off. You know, yeah, alphabetically. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Ohio, Iowa. I get it. We're cool. <laughs> <laughs> so when you started um or even to this day like what are influences that really like you tried to draw from whether it was a band or just an idea like and i say that because sometimes i don't always write songs based off of oh i want to sound like this band but i want to feel like this yeah feeling, you know type of thing i think right now we're just like exploring ourselves and like trying new things especially with the new material but i guess for me from the instrumental point of view it's just feeding off of like whatever negativity i can't reflect 
and like in a positive way is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like just like in the last year we've lost like a lot of people in our lives. So it's just like, I don't know, they've been rough. So it's just like, it's easier to write a really abrasive song rather than just like screaming your head off personally. Oh, like, yeah, and like, or, or doing something bad to myself. So like, honestly, like last five years for me, closet, which has been pure like ther- therapy. Like it's like the yeah. most ther- therapeutic. Yeah sense for me personally I mean everybody has a different input for it but I think without doing shows or without writing or practicing and doing stuff I doubt I would be talking or in this van for Mm -hmm. sure like just like it takes all the blackness and all the darkness and just like dissipates it for me personally so that's where I'm like the songs are just like the most like when you push your ears back you know like you do that face like this like that's what you need to be feeling on the guitar i guess yeah. is what i'm trying to say yeah. it's hard to explain but like no, I get what that's you how it has to be written that's my inspiration no i understand because uh sometimes people ask me like did you guys have a good show or something mm-hmm. if i don't feel like i properly got out my frustration during mm-hmm. the show that's a bad show to me yeah like i could play shows where even if you know say people are moving we sell merch things like that you know whatever a band make you know say makes a show a good show in, in quotes um if if i feel like i didn't fully get out that feeling that i have to give myself before we play then i'm like as a bad show yeah and uh you know like there's there's definitely definitely times where it just doesn't seem to come out to you yeah. guys ever have that like do you ever feel just bad after a set still or i would per, for me personally like thursday i had all these tech issues that like kills my flow and like it distracts like that distracts me yeah, from if, if you don't let if it yeah. doesn't let you like fully engulf yourself yes. in your set that's what i need like when my gear's fucking up that's that's when i have a bad show yeah. personally but other than that like it's just but it's even more frustration at that point. So sometimes it fuels it more and it gets better than sometimes like all I can focus on is the fact that that happened for me personally. I'm not sure about you guys. Yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't say, I feel like I just like put so much like energy into playing all of the time and like don't allow myself to not get it out. So I wouldn't say I personally ever have had that feeling, which is fortunate, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I think it has a lot to do with just like when we're playing most of the time, it's just mm-hmm. such a fast whirlwind of emotion. It's mm-hmm. like impossible not to get what I need out. Yeah. You know? I feel pretty similar. Just, yeah, it's just like, it's always a relief to just like play the set and to have that like opportunity. Mm-hmm. So unless like Alex said, sometimes, you know, if things go wrong, then it's like, oh shit, like yeah. kind of fuck things up. You know, hope this gets figured out. But yeah. otherwise it's, yeah. It's, like I have these like, things that I have to do like I, I, I don't eat before my set for a couple hours I try not to talk to anybody yep. <laughs> which is kind of tricky because you gotta like you gotta, I gotta be polite yeah, and you know like, hey, what, what do you guys have do you have you know how many yeah. vocals like I have to answer but really like before that moment of the set like I just I'm like I don't want to mm-hmm. look at anyone like you'll see if you actually I bet like if somebody ever saw me sit warming up I'd probably look like a fucking creeper just like backstage like, looking <laughs> looking down oh, yeah. my eyes closed or I'm like you know doing this the whole time yeah, the last year for me, every set before we play, I just keep puking. And like the last, the really embarrassing thing is, uh, we did this show in Chicago, and I couldn't. 
fine. <laughs> I like panicked and the bathroom was way too far mm -hmm. away. And there was like this curtain. So I was like, this will be fine. And I just pulled back the curtain <laughs> and it's like all their stage gear for the, and I just vomited all over it. And I just like put the curtain back, walked away. I was like, I can't fess up to this. Like, this is just like not happening. And then we played with. So if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we uh, played with full hell in Denver too. And like the line for the bathroom was like 20 people. And I was just like, I'll just do it right behind my amp and I just ripped it right there. Wow. I was like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so for, for other Iowa bands, like, I guess just, we'll use the whole state in general. Like what are some of your other favorite bands that are in the state right now or ever bands that came out of the state, except for Slipknot. We're gonna just cross I don't know out. if that would even be on the list. We're just gonna. We're just. I don't they're know. Not they're listening. listening. Yeah, Yo, Corey, if you're listening, uh, hit me up. <laughs> um, the first band off the top of my head is Druids, which has members of uh, Modern Life Is War, and Modern Life Is War is definitely mm -hmm. another one. Um, but on like the smaller tier. Dude, I, I want to shout this out right now. Iowa is the most overlooked as far as like local bands. Like, there's so many good fucking bands. And from also Iowa. just for playing in general, because to be mm -hmm. honest, like people, somebody said to me like a week ago, I said something about us playing in Iowa, and they're like, there's shows in Iowa. Yeah, a lot of people treat like, as a drive-through yeah. state. Like we play yeah. Davenport, yeah. we're in Muscatine, we've played, mm -hmm. we're playing Decorah soon, we're playing Des Moines, we've played Iowa City, Cedar Rapids. Mm -hmm. You know, like we've played Mason City, mm -hmm. we played Keokuk. That's just us, you yeah. know? Like, that's a lot of towns already for yeah. not that big of a state. You yeah. know, I mean, it's big, but not huge. And the shows are eclectic, mm -hmm. which is really cool. For me, I love Dryad, they're from Iowa. Um, Aseeth, who are playing tonight. Amazing. Yeah, I'm excited to finally see them. They're um, phenomenal. One of my favorite artists is Elizabeth Moen. She plays with a band and without a band. Awesome. Mm -hmm. um, she's amazing. Karen Meat. Awesome, awesome um, band. And like an electronic band based out of Keokuk is finally some action. And they're like, yeah, yeah. they're like Gunship. If you've mm -hmm. ever listened to them before, like really good stuff. 80s. Yeah, it's it's electronic. tight. It's really tight. It's just it's weird. Yeah, most people have that reaction about Iowa. Like there's stuff. Yeah. There's more than corn. Yeah, more like, than well, if you actually look, you know, yeah. it's there. People, people, you know, say shit like that to us too about Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. just like, there's nothing up there. Like trust me, there's. Yeah, the stuff. There's oh, lots yeah. of places to play up there. You just gotta look for it, you know. Mm -hmm. But at least, like, uh, you know, like I know, like Iowa gets hit fairly often, especially because of Des Moines. At least for mm -hmm. tours and stuff. Has there ever been any like tours that have come through that you guys are like really shocked about, or like anything that but just surprised you? It's kind of crazy that Gorilla Biscuits played here. Yeah, yeah. Like, only, like, a was that in Des Moines? Yeah, or, yeah. And they had a, I, like the last time they were there was like. 18 years before yeah. that or something like that. And I guess... Uh, At Muse or what? Yeah, uh, no, at Woolies, Woolies right? Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. one of the guitar players or the bass player was like, or not the bass player, but one of the guitar players was, is like lived in Iowa mm -hmm. at the time or for years. Hmm. Um, Alex, so who just passed away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was him. We played with him like, yeah, like a month before show. he passed away. It was fucking oh. insane. Also, real quick, Gorilla Biscuits is like one of the nicest bands we've had. So they were like, yeah. we're beyond accommodating for us as like a local band and we're cool. just like demanded we have our own green room and that we got all the stuff we wanted even though we were like we're fine no, like we, we don't need, need any of this <laughs> like it's super cool and that, that's cool that a band that is kind of like you know 
legendary for oh, yeah. DIY hardcore punk community mm-hmm. attitude, you know, obviously is paying that forward still and, mm-hmm. and trying to be respectful to the bands that they're oh, yeah. you know, playing with. And that's really cool to hear. Like they, I don't, the whole time were just like coming up to us even before and after our set and being like super supportive yeah. and like exceptionally nice. And it was just the three of it was us, Gorilla Biscuits, and Modern Life is War, and like, we know homies from Modern Life is yeah. War, and they're just, everybody, it was like, one of the most positive experiences, yeah. and like, just really nice, and humbling, and just That's like, cool. it's, it's the most relieving, I guess, one really painful thing throughout the years of music for me, is like, meeting bands you look up to, and it's 50-50, they're yeah. either going to be the coolest people on the earth, or they're going to be everything you don't want them to be and so it was just a beautiful moment of like thank god Gorilla Biscuits that show was so cool too because it was all ages they took the barrier down for that show they like demanded there be no barrier and when I stood we stood on the or at least I did I stood on the side of the stage while they played and just when you looked out in the crowd everybody was smiling Mm -hmm. so hard it looked like their teeth were gonna like shatter I love shows like that it It was was beautiful like even when it's just you know violent stage mm-hmm. dives everything and then you still just see people smiling the whole time mm-hmm. you're like okay everybody knows what's up yeah it was <laughs> all ages of people too so yeah. Just like, yeah and people just having a really good time Very really memorable. fucking good time what are what's uh like what are some of your favorite venues in iowa trumpet blossom Roz talks Roz, well Roz talks is in ohio ohio illinois quad cities that's that's its own state yeah so. it's true uh that's in my opinion like the craziest shows for us has in my opinion of course was Roz Tox or there was a small DIY venue called the Island that was around here. Oh, yeah. I missed the Island. The Island was holy awesome. shit. Was though awesome. that was like one of the craziest shows we've ever pulled. And yeah. like people were going absolutely fucking insane. That was mm-hmm. a good spot. And sadly it got shut down by the city. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. I uh I saw Nathan not too long ago. Yeah, we're about to run it. He's uh, in Minneapolis. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw he was he was running sound for one of our shows. I can't remember which one now. We played too many, so now I forgot. But <laughs> Nathan, if you're listening, we miss you. Yeah, sweetheart. I'll just send him a link. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what? Uh, or you guys have toured around like a whole bunch, right? Like a fair, fair amount, fair amount. amount yeah. and stuff like that. So, what are some other scenes in the country that you guys really like? Right off the top of my head, Portland was absolutely fucking Portland insane. Portland was really it was far. Maine or Oregon? Uh, Oregon. Okay. Yeah. Um, just holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, was not expecting that to happen at all. And there was like so many people packed into like one of the tightest house venues we've ever played. And, like people on top of counters like and it was just wild it was really fucking awesome cool. we played with those awesome band novellas from there mm-hmm. so good so good we uh when we just played portland on that that tour with crafter um there was like a big hardcore show happening there so like mm-hmm. our portland show was like fairly small but it was still like it was a good fun show mm-hmm. like i felt good i got my 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 frustrations out you know and uh, um but then the next night we played just south of portland in uh, Eureka, I think it was. Oh, and we played at a Voodoo Donuts. Oh. If you guys know Voodoo Donuts, is. I do. I, yeah. I've heard of <laughs> it. That's was, wild. That I was you told there. it was going to be the last Voodoo Donuts show because the uh, 
uh, bosses found out they were doing shows there. Oh, no! <laughs> or something like that, or, like, because the, the, when they did it, they were trying to keep it, like, hush-hush from yeah. the corporate or something. Um, but, yeah, dude, that was packed. Yeah. It was, like, super packed, and they had us... Um, play last and I was kind of worried because we had never been there mm-hmm. before but people stuck around and, that's awesome and just it was cool too because it was like a lot of like punk kids and stuff and I like playing for for punks a lot because it's you know not a lot of what just happened outside I don't know she, she just walked by and was like fuck my life I was like no I'm so sorry so have you guys ever felt like fuck my life no. <laughs> yeah. it's only human Oh, for sure. Another really cool show we played out of our town was we got invited to play Black Flags over Brooklyn in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and that was one of the most beautiful things to be involved with. Mm-hmm. Cool. It was just really. Northwest Terror yeah, Fest was yeah, really Northwest great. Terror Fest. Um, Fargo also. Fargo was one yeah. of the best places. Yeah, I, was, I, can att- I can attest to that one. Yeah. Like, so, Fargo for yeah. some reason is like. Well, we have a lot. Our I have first a first show in Fargo yeah. was like kind of like a good flop. Like, no one was there and saw us. Was our very first yeah, tour. But yeah. well, we met up with, we ran into another Iowa touring artist, Bob Bucko Jr. Oh, yeah, I know Bob. Yeah. Yep. So that was like beautiful. Never had seen him before, heard lots about him, but we played that show together and there was not many people there, but it was because of that and just like seeing a few other Fargo familiar faces, it was it was beautiful. Yeah. And that was at New Direction before the it original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool too to have a chance to play that mm-hmm. and then get invited to play New Direction Fest. I'm not sure. Do you know BJ Moore? BJ Moore. He's infamous, infamous to me personally. Like I used to run a venue back in Kiyoko, mm-hmm. so that's, we're talking like 15 years ago. This yeah. kid like rolled through, and we've stayed in touch. He booked that whole tour for us, and oh, just cool. like he's like part of the reason why Fargo like it, it feels like another home. Mm-hmm. So just cool. like he was in like I Apparatus, he plays uh, now Triple Deke. He plays in so many goddamn things. He's been in a lot of bands. Yeah, just. Um, Crab Legs was his latest mm-hmm. big group, um, but yeah, good dude. I was just curious if you knew him. So no, I'm I, rambling. I, I, cut this out. Cut I'm, this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, have you guys ever played Wisconsin? Besides, well, you just played Madison. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Besides that, or okay. played the Frequency. Mm-hmm. We played Arden a couple times. Arden, where's Arden? I don't remember. We played like, Milwaukee. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just heard of that place. I haven't played mm-hmm. there, but um, like every yeah, we, time's been with the Central. The central, not yeah, Milwaukee, well, central. Well, yeah. not yeah. the Cloud Rack, yeah. just in Madison. Oh the yeah, Madison. So awesome. For my, real. my old band played shows with them, and then uh, I put on a fest uh, called Wisconsin Hardcore Fest mm-hmm. like two years in a row, and I had them on it both years. Just and I got a lot of people who like came. I remember like when they were playing, people came up to me and they're like, "Dude, what the fuck is this band? Yeah, they're unreal. This is so they're awesome. <laughs> like." It's it. They're too good. Like you guys yeah. need. To, like, I was just talking to Alex, and it's like it would be nice if you guys took like a few years off, so that we can <laughs> like, try and catch up, and then you guys can keep going again. <laughs> like it's funny too, because they just seem like they have such a like fuck it attitude. Oh, too. for real. They're just like, for um, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they're the most laid back yeah. people we've ever met. Oh, like, incredibly. <laughs> I can't even remember the first time we met them. It feels like we've oh, known them. The fest that we played, I think it was like Alex Mahaffey's graduation like party mm-hmm. show or whatever. Like he graduated that day or something and there was a bunch of bands and they were one of them and we were just like we hit it off pretty much that day yeah. yeah and then we did like a little tour with them yep yeah my yeah, it was love my old band played with them in appleton wisconsin at a basement like house venue that's not there anymore it's a parking lot now um <laughs> but uh, it was called subterranean and i remember them 
playing and he like did something to, he's like fucking with his pedal board and he turned off his distortion he goes fuck distortion and they played this fucking like fast grind song yep. with a clean guitar yep. tone and I was like I love everything about and it's this still band. Sounds <laughs> heavy as fuck. Yeah. it's amazing like yep. I uh, that kid blows my mind <laughs> it drives me up a wall like in the best way possible like I could never do that I could never just shut my distortion off and still make it sound good <laughs> but like Frankie fucking can yeah <laughs> Um, so like what's the what's the direction with Closet Witch right now like what's your kind of general plan are you guys trying to do music I know we talked about this earlier a little bit but like as far as like yeah, our plans is like, like touring or what, well, what just like what, where are you going with the band like are you trying to put out some new music are you trying to stick with I think planning some tours you know like wrapping up three splits right now so we have one split recorded it's just in the whole long process of being put out mm -hmm. and then we have a couple we're writing for we a couple more finished, that we're almost done we finished writing one of them yeah, just and so we have the last game. one to write God. and map out mm -hmm. and then I think after that it would be kind of nice I don't know we haven't really talked about it but it would be nice to do like another, another EP, EP yeah, yeah. something like I would I'm personally not interested in doing another full length those are so hard <laughs> well, <you laughs> so just like work hard. on something smaller first yeah but we have a discography CD coming out, like on this Euro label, mm -hmm. uh, pretty soon with like pretty everything, including our self-titled album, cool. and some of the tracks that won't be released from another split yet will be on that. Mm -hmm. so. How many minutes is your full discography? Like right? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. sure I'm just curious. Curious. It can't be that long. I was gonna say <laughs> slightly over an hour, maybe. If, right yeah, but there, there were it's like a little bit longer than that. We're maybe. hitting like our, I want to say like our eleventh official release of something mm -hmm. like yeah so we've done yeah, some it stuff be longer than an hour but not too long yeah i'm not sure our, our full length was only 20 minutes so i'm not sure <laughs> 13 uh, songs yeah, 20 minutes and 20 the last track's like five minutes long so yeah. <laughs> other than that we've got a few small tours coming up mm -hmm. going down south with dryad in october yep 17 through 22nd then yeah. November, doing a little tour with Malvik from West Virginia. No, they're from uh, Atlanta, I believe. Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Atlanta. Yeah, that's from like roughly November 9th through 13th, and that's just like a few yeah. Midwest days. Actually, Small one runs. in Madison. Cool. What are, what's a dream tour? Like, uh, somebody, like somebody it doesn't matter, alive, dead, exist, if they exist, if they don't exist anymore, like, what band would you... I feel like we did artists. both of them, the Central yeah. and Cloud Rat. Yeah, that's the Cloud Rat. really yeah. fun too when we yeah. played with yeah. them. Um, I guess I'll say I'd fucking cry if we got to even play a show with Converge. Like, i just weep like a child. It's so beautiful. Um, but we don't do pay to play, so yeah. we'll probably never be asked to do that. Um, yeah. We've. Yeah, uh, honestly, like, Gorilla Biscuits was insane to even be offered to do that. Mm -hmm. Not asked to flip tickets that was pretty once in a lifetime and then yeah some weird shit has happened andrew wk hit us up to play a show that was fucking nice absurd <laughs> <laughs> also one of the nicest guys we've ever fucking met you like, just saw you guys party hard so okay so. <laughs> <laughs> um but i feel like all like the tours the small tours we've done already are all like my mm. favorite bands like yeah. play with youth i love them one of the bands i listen to a lot but cloud rat was for me, like a dream, because yeah. that's definitely one of my favorite bands. Mm -hmm. So I was like, holy shit, we're doing this. And it was so much fun. Yeah. We got stuck all in the same van, 
the day before a tour, I smacked a deer with the with the van and totaled it out. So we all had to yeah. ride in their van, and it was just like, ooh. You didn't even ask them, right? You just hopped in. Well, we were just like, uh, it's either we do this or we can't go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, they were yeah, like okay. at first, like, Ugh. yeah, it was tight. It was very well tight, as in like space wise, yeah. was very uncomfortable. It was tight as fuck. We all yeah. had so much fun, <laughs> but it was tight. Yeah, it was really, really fun. And it was so much fun. Royce couldn't make that tour. Our drum, our real drummer, and then so our friend Bryson from the Quad Cities. Mm-hmm. He plays in a band called Condor and Jaybird, and just he's like a drum instructor at the QC Academy, and mm-hmm. it was just like, hey! Actually, we originally asked Alex from the Central to do it, but his schedule couldn't sync up, because we he knew... Doing something with other bands. Yeah, but if, like, he'd be the dude where it's just like, I just need to listen to the record, yeah. and I'm, I'm ready to go. Like, But <laughs> then, like, Bryson came in, and like, worked with us for like a month and a half of like breaking down all the parts to learn it and he killed it the entire tour for us like definitely helped us and saved us love you buddy so besides closet witch what else do you guys actually enjoy to do like do you like to do anything else because yeah the reason i ask that is because i'm fucking weird and everything i do has to do with music like all the Mm -hmm. time (laughs) like i can't stop talking about it or doing something with it or I mean, I guess besides that, I, I watch travel shows and shit, but, you know, that's because I think about where can I go on my next tour. <laughs> um, I'm personally absolutely obsessed with reality TV. And I watch a lot of it when I'm just, like, on downtime. Like, but like Kardashians? Uh, yeah, I love keeping up with the Kardashians. That's amazing. <laughs> Jersey Shore is definitely, like, my top tier. Um, I just, we were watching X on the Beach recently it's dramatic it's very dramatic (laughs) just so over the top but uh, I do like I also do it for my job but graphic design I like do it a lot of stuff like that and like recordings a lot of fun so Mm -hmm. I just did like a little project with Drya that they needed vocals wrapped up and just like doing little stuff like that but I guess that is music related so but it's fun and then playing video games Mm -hmm. and stuff what about you guys? When shows are over, you just sit in your room and stare at the wall until the next no, show? Or? I feel like we hike <laughs> as much. Yeah, we Cooking. hike as much as we can. We cook a lot. We Watch listen, a lot of TV. We listen to a lot of horror podcasts. Oh, yeah. We were very into... Corey and I live together. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very into true crime and horror <laughs> podcasts, nice. especially. We're those classic white people who watch a lot of serial killer documentaries, oh, too. Yeah. Well, I'm a classic white person, then, yeah. I guess. I, just, I <laughs> oh, yeah. say that because I like, just saw a meme that was like, white people when a new serial killer podcast, <laughs> a new serial killer documentary comes on Netflix, and it was like this white woman in her like, cardigan like, smiling. And I was just like, yeah, that's actually really correct. <laughs> Dude, it's like, we, we watch a lot of Law & Order SVU. Like, oh, we actually yeah. buy seasons of it, and that's what this Velcro thing is for our DVD player. We watch that when we're on tour. That's the only way I stay awake on drives. Is I'll yeah. just put on SVU. We've seen this one. We've seen them all. I know. Yeah. <laughs> if you like podcasts, Corey and I love this one podcast called More. I hate podcasts. podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> for all you other people who might turn like this shit off. This sucks. We yeah. listened to this one for like the entire way back and forth. Yeah, South we Dakota. listened to a lot so of good. morbid podcasts. It's good. Wine and crime's pretty good. It keeps your attention. Yeah, I keep trying to find. Driven. I keep trying to find like new ones, like um, just well, because like I only know a few that I ever seem to like. I sometimes I listen to them like. Eh, eh, eh. So what what's like the 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 basis of it? Like, 
or the premise, sorry. It's um, all like horror crime stories. Just a bunch all, of like cases. Just and like they true story just, like, stuff like that. Cool. Yeah, it's yeah. All But like not all of them are like about murder and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, some of them are folklore so yeah, like type stuff good. too. Mm-hmm. Just like horror. But and just like some outrageous stories like you might not have heard of but are just mm-hmm. horrific and they just kind of break down like the history of the people involved and mm-hmm. like how things came to happen and stuff like that. Cool. Um, have you heard of My Brother, My Brother and Me? Mm-hmm. That's a really good podcast too. It's just three brothers that like they get sent questions and give you like really terrible advice. <laughs> and so it's a comedy podcast. Really, good. it got turned into a TV show for a oh, minute, really? but then the studio that picked it up got shut down. So like they didn't make more. Se- There's one season available on YouTube, yeah. but it's fucking hilarious in nice. my opinion. I love it. They also do. I'm also a huge D and D guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're into D and D at all. I've never also, played it, so I don't know. If oh, I'm you into should. It. <laughs> you really should. Like that's. I didn't have a lot of friends time. growing up, so. <laughs> I feel you, man. I just you know played PlayStation, and then I got bored at that and picked up a guitar. So. Nice, nice. I never got bored of my PlayStation though. <laughs> but uh, Adventure Zone is the same guys as well, and it's just them and their dad playing D and D. It's it's beautiful. It's one of my favorite things to listen to. Are you guys into like wrestling at all? Have you ever been into wrestling? Okay. Do you ever listen to Jim Cornette's podcast? No, I wish Royce were here right now. That's <laughs> he used to be a professional wrestler what? before. Yeah, you really cool. need he's uh wrestled Seth Rollins before and shit. Yeah. It's that's badass. It's, Ryan can say. Yeah. <laughs> with just him. So. Yeah, you gotta definitely hit him up because yeah, he, he can was, talk. Boy can oh, yeah. You know Maul from Fargo, the band oh, Maul. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like I wanted to do an episode with uh Garrett, the singer, because mm-hmm. he found out well and I just wanted to talk to him and then I found out he used to wrestle in like hardcore shit. Oh yeah. And uh I wanted to talk to him and we never ended up fitting it in when I was up there, but Damn. like I still gotta sit down and like they keep doing these shows where it's like a wrestling thing and then the bands come in. I, that's like been going on in Fargo right now and I really want to get us mm, in on that. We should cool. rig time, closet witch, yes. fucking wrestling that so cool. thing. That'd be Our last show we just played up there was fucking awesome. And then we played in uh, Grand Forks too. Have you played Grand Forks? In no. Dakota? It's like an hour north maybe, something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, we played in this little... Is is. It's the coolest fucking place. It's a record store slash comic book shop slash like novelty thing with like arcade games and a specialty hot dog restaurant. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and they give you half off on hot dogs if you're playing. Yes. And like they have all these racks there of like records and everything and they just push them to the side and they have a huge big ass PA and everything and and it was packed it was okay. super cool question for you what's the craziest venue you've ever played that you didn't expect to be a venue didn't expect to be a venue see every time I get asked that I always go back to the fact that I played a beauty salon what yeah. that's tight all the time we kind of got a similar story there it's too. uh <laughs> it was in it was in your home state of Ohio and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh a friend of my, um, it was my friend Josh. He used to play in this band called Forest Wars. Mm-hmm. They were fucking awesome. Um, but anyways, uh, <laughs> he was like, "Oh, I got a friend who'll let us do it." I booked it at the show. It's like a beauty salon. I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, she'll let us do it there." So <laughs> um, we got there, and it was a teeny tiny little beauty salon. 
and they were like, yep, we're just going to push all these mirrors and these chairs to the side, and then we just played right there on the floor. That's so tight. And it was fucking cool. That's so tight. And that's, um, that's DIY shit right there. Saw you're playing with Colt. That show we talked about earlier where you were like, we're playing in Moline, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I feel like I'm going to that show. You're playing with Cold Shoulder. Yep, yep. We played with Cold Shoulder in a barber shop. Three was like, barber shop. Yeah, it was like a 10 by 10 space, and you literally had to have your amp set up on top of the barber chairs oh. because there was no room, and it was yeah. fucking awesome. That's cool. Was, was it like a good like, turnout too? Like, oh yeah, like I mean, like yeah, just, I, mean, I mean, it was it probably looked sold type. out at yeah. five people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we played a yeah. sold out show, man. <laughs> it's called Glory Days in Galesburg, Illinois, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. kind of like rockabilly horror, hardcore yeah. mashup of like paraphernalia in there. So, <laughs> so if you need a haircut and you're in Galesburg, Illinois, it's a good spot to go. Have you ever played oh, yeah. Glory Hub in Fort Wayne, Indiana? No. No. That's a, it's a really cool venue, but I just bring it up because it's one of like the worst load-ins ever. So like people say that our home venue, like whenever you come to lacrosse and play I've heard house, about okay, it. Okay, see, you I've already died. know. It's notorious, yeah. actually. I, see, all touring is easy for me. The only place that I'm like, <laughs> oh, God damn it, that I ever complain about in the country is a Glory Hub. Because yep. you have to like carry some gear through one thing then turn then go up some stairs and go through another thing and you have to go down a long hallway to the left down another long hallway Uh and you have to do it in sections Mm -hmm. and we're a two piece and we have a lot of shit so it's like I'm like god damn it it's been an hour and a half and I only got the kick drum in the room like I remember Mia that was the first thing Mia said like we went and played lacrosse and then (laughs) you would not believe this fucking place (laughs) said it was a killer show though but that been yeah, that was it, that must have been when I had Carrie on our CD yeah, release show. It yeah, was. Yeah, so. I love Carrie Nation. I Agreed. I wish they so played much. out way more. I always I always ask me, I'm like, can you can you play? No, we're busy. Can you play? <laughs> no, we're busy. So breaks my heart. I gotta stop stop asking. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good. So fucking good. Is uh is is Piss Exorcist still a thing? Because you were uh, a Piss Exorcist. Right? I'm currently not a member You're of not? Piss okay. anymore. But uh, just like with our schedule and their schedules, it's just been like really demanding. Mm-hmm. But me and I are in another band called Sleep Seeker. That's just a cool. two piece that we're still like figuring out what we want to do. But we got like an EP written and we've played a show Sweet. together. One show, but mm-hmm. it's just like it's hard with. She's based out of Iowa City. I'm in Keokuk. That's an hour and a half. And mm-hmm. then, like, I'm two hours from Muscatine. So, like, a lot of driving and trying to juggle stuff. And mm-hmm. Closet Witch is my baby. So, I'm just yeah. trying to make that all work. Yeah, I'm in a way too many bands still. But, like, I understand. Because, like, every time I do something different, I'm like, everybody knows, obviously, Rig Time's my baby. But, yeah. like, I think right now I'm in that like straight edge hardcore band with Kyle from Crafter. Yeah, that's And then uh, I'm starting a new one uh, with um, our friend who was on tour with us when we came through mm-hmm. Fargo. And then I have a surf band, an instrumental surf rock band, Rebecca and I do. Um, for real? Yeah, what for is real. that? What is that band? Uh, it's called The Wrong Way. It's, I got it. It's, um, <laughs> it's basically, I don't know if you like, know, like Man or Astro Man. Um, or like, because like in the, it's mostly like, influenced by a lot of 90s like surf revival stuff but it's just basically dick dale worship stuff like that (laughs) it's just exactly what it sounds like um and fucking god i was supposed to do something else that i can't even remember now like i have way too many bands (laughs) i know there's some other band that i have right now and i do acoustic shows every now and then and and I've been working on like an R and B EP and like stupid nice. shit like that. That's awesome. I listen to a lot of like baby making slow jams from the nineties because that's what I grew up with. Oh yeah, so. that's the good stuff. Like, I 
is weird. <laughs> when I tell people that, they're like, huh? <laughs> Have you seen your band? Like, yeah, I can listen to other things. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Corey's really into hip-hop. What do you, yeah, I like all types of, well, not all types of music, I guess, but yeah, definitely can appreciate some soulfulness. Nice. But what do you play in your other bands? Uh, in Dare to Be, the, the band with Kyle from Crafter, I play guitar. Actually, I play everything. I wrote the EP, so like all the instruments are me. But then when we did, we did two shows and I play guitar live just because I'm like, that's the one I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> Find two other people to do the other one. And then uh, in the surf rock band, I play uh, guitar and I have to do all the leads because our rhythm player refuses to do leads. So. Oh, that's me <laughs> he's, right here. <laughs> he's, he's really good too. Like Matt is like a badass guitar player, but he's like, no, I suck. I don't want to do any solos. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty much just me shredding like the whole time. <laughs> and... Uh, and what other bands am I in? <laughs> so, yeah, I bounce around. I don't have anybody I play bass with right now, unfortunately. Uh, with, the, with the new band that you and me are in, um, what, uh, who does what? Uh, Mia plays drums and I play guitar. Cool. But it's just like, it's like a whole step detail. Well, like, it's in C, but it's like drop, drop C. So oh. it's like super low and like, it's just like a wall of amps. It's doom. But it's like War Doom. It's like fast paced. Mm -hmm. There's a band called Obsidian Sword that was from I've Iowa heard of City. Obsidian Sword, yeah. And they're defunct now, but it was just kind of like, I kind of want to do what they were doing. So it's just like war music, kind of, but very like atmospheric in a way. It's hard cool. to explain. But it's right fun. On. Really fun. You. Hopefully, we do something. We're just always busy. It sucks. Yeah. If we were in the same town, it'd be a different story. I feel like we'd. Have it knocked out. You'd already have an EP, but that's how it is. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. Like with with the wrong way, the surf band. Mm -hmm. We've played two shows because I'm fucking busy all the time, yeah. and then when I get home, then they're busy, and it kind of goes back and forth. Mm -hmm. We've practiced a shit ton. We have like six or seven songs, mm -hmm. and a lot of time and thought put into them, and little demos and stuff. But it's still just like, you know, it's it's hard when you're trying to stay on the road as much as possible. Yeah. And all that. If I didn't have a job at home, then I'd tell me about it, it the brother. whole time. So, <laughs> I was trying to make it big. So if Corey Taylor is listening, uh, <laughs> yeah, hit us all up. So hit us up uh, with Ohio's closet. Which, yeah. <laughs> God damn it! I gotta stop saying that. I'm getting sweaty, so I think we're gonna cut this uh, up. Cut this up soon. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> shut up. But. Uh, that's how like every episode of this podcast ends is like it's really hot in here. We gotta go. It's really hot. I'm not kidding you. Like start at the beginning, episode one, and you're gonna hear like every fucking episode. It's like God damn, it's hot in here. So nice. Well, thank you for asking us to do this. Yeah, thank you for chatting with me and everything. It's a great conversation. If there's anyone that you want me to do a podcast with, let me know. If you want to do a podcast with me, let me know. Leave comments. Let me know also where you're listening to this because I'm kind of curious it's on Spotify and Apple and Buzzsprout so tell me if that is uh, what you're using or what because I don't know a damn thing so thank you very much for <laughs> Closet Witch sitting here with me and uh, this has been Hardcore on Tour Stories from the Van thanks guys thank you, thank you.